all of my seventh and eighth grade uh, year, because I was a cheerleader in seventh and eighth grade, that was how we started our basketball games. I can see little Whitney down there. Hey. D, 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 defense. That's D. right. Yeah, that's, that's B, probably. Aggressive. B, e, aggressive. B, aggressive. B, B, aggressive. Let's, hey. let's, let's, let's ask the audience, Uh-oh. put it in the comments, who do you think was a cheerleader longer? Whitney. At an older age in life? Or trust it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've already given the answer away. <laughs> more y'all oh yeah uh this is a conversation between two friends that's right uh that we feel a tug and a pull into more and so this is a conversation about how we do what we do how do we get there how do we keep going how do we keep showing up wearing matching t-shirts hey today we have a reason to celebrate and to wear matching t-shirts that's true to cheer and be excited can we tell the story about how we recently went to a city council meeting oh gosh that was so embarrassing and like we had worked all day you know, city councils are on Monday night and Whitney and I showed up. They're not till seven, so we go home. So we go home, see our family, dinner, all the things, and kiss kids. We show up to the city council meeting wearing the exact same outfit. Exact. Like, like. leather, gray jackets, oh, same t-shirts, He's dark like, jeans, white shoes. Like, we literally look like we met at the mall, <laughs> bought clothes together, we and showed like up. We looked our mom dressed us for those Olin Mills photos. That's what we looked like. That's what I felt like. And like we know, we say it all the time. We're not married to each other. We're married yeah. to other people, and we try really hard to make sure that people don't assume the wrong things. And that did not help our cause. <laughs> we we showed God. up. Maybe we were in red shoes. Were I, we? No, in, we were in because red is our victory color. Yeah, and so, so we were wearing we're, red shoes. <laughs> Dark jeans. How do we look like idiots? White shirts and gray leather jackets. We both, yeah. God, we looked ridiculous. So today we're matching again. Yeah, but this time, but this it time is on purpose. It is on purpose. That's right. I have a hot outfit over there that I had to change. I had a camouflage shirt with roses in it with a jacket that says Living Church. But this is why I had to take it off. Yes. Yesterday, yesterday. Uh, no, well, when this is aired, it will be two days later. That's right. I'm like, what day is it? Two days ago, we shared the news with our uh, congregation church that Living Church is now more church. More church. Come on. Hey, if you're already part of the tug team, you understand the power of the idea of more. We right. talk about it here every single week. That's right. That we feel called and tugged into more. And so we have... Um, wanted to yep. change the name of Living Church for... We've been talking about it for about five years. For about five years. Yeah. But it was kind of like, do we really want to? Why do we want to do it? When's the right time? Right. And so it just felt like with everything that God's been doing, which we're yep. going to share some of that story now, we just shared it all on Sunday. Yep. Um, watch it uh, on YouTube if you want to go see the whole story, yeah. but we're going to share a bunch of link other, it, other link details. It. There you go. Link it somewhere. And uh, so you can go and watch the, uh, the Sunday rendition right. of the story but we felt like with everything that's happening that now's the time yeah living church was never going to be smaller than it is right now right we just survived covid we're in the middle of a move um churches nationally are down in numbers right. and so we're down from where we were now we're trending in the right direction right. we're growing we're moving back up and we're in this like Started setup in the bottom now we're here <laughs> so we're in this setup and teardown season and so right. like things are real crazy. Let's just throw another wrench in the gears, and change the name of the church. But 
when we tell the story, you will be able to see very clearly that the verse we've had from the beginning of Living Church, that uh, in the Bible... Ephesians 3.20. Yep, that's right. It says, to him who is able, to God who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly more than we can ask, think, or imagine. And what we've seen uh, in the last, well, 12 years of the church, but for sure in the last few, is God do more and more and more. And so... That's who we are. I've been a little nervous to change the name of the church. You've been a little nervous. <laughs> I've been a lot a nervous. <laughs> a lot nervous. nervous to change yeah. the name of the church for a bunch of reasons. Well, yeah. I remember when we were back in our Matlock location, maybe we can put a picture of this in. When we were back in our Matlock location, on our back wall yeah. of the stage, have we already talked about this here? I don't think we have. On the back stage of our wall, so. we had a wood uh, vibe. We had got pallet wood. Shiplap. No, no pallet like refurbished. Re, What's it called? Resalvaged, Re-used. reclaimed lumber. Pallet boards that we like stapled on the back of the wall and made it this kind of like cool like 2004. In in 2016. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. And so like it was super cool. No. Well great. then. We, well, and we have four TVs across, which we have talked about the four TVs. Yeah. Across sometimes they worked before. and sometimes they blinked, yeah, but mostly and, they blinked. Yeah. And so and the we, man tried to take we were up. doing, we were doing four services right? and I was preaching my guts out. Everybody was dead tired. And so we knew that to sustain that we had to do a couple services that were recording. Yeah. And so we bought a giant led wall, which was actually a miracle in how we got that too. Me yeah. and Aaron beat up a guy in a parking lot and stole it from him. No, I'm just kidding. No, but you did. We worked beat, him. Beat him down in price. And we, yeah. we worked that thing. Worked that thing. Got an led wall put it so we put it in and so we took down the wood wall yeah. this is why i'm nervous about changing the name yeah this I is know. why so we we take down the wood wall and people weep they they weep we've only been in the building 5 years you, and they I act be, like believe- they act like we tore down a memorial i believe you to abraham lincoln <laughs> i believe you jokingly said and if anybody wants some of the wood, you know, I don't, y'all can have it or something. And then we ended up having to do like a wood giveaway day because of how many people were like, yeah, I yeah. got, I got, God changed my life. And that piece right there, now, I stare at listen, it every week. If you're, a, if you're a crier of the wood wall, I'm not teasing you. I get it. I'm super sentimental. Yeah, we're sentimental I people. threw out some right. Living Church t-shirts this week and may or may not had a moment. Yeah, you definitely had a moment. Okay. So like I'm a sentimental guy. Right. But people were upset right. that we moved the wood wall and we put in an LED No, wall. yeah, we all can have so, sentimental, but... So my concern, right. uh, my trepidation about shifting the name from living church to who we already are. Right, it's who we've always been. More church is for the sentimental people out there that have loved living church so long and right. are so invested in it. Right. They might not have a tattoo on their butt, but they got one in their heart yeah. that now they feel like something's changed. The logo hasn't changed. Nope. The asterisk is who we are it defines that there's more and so yeah more. i think that that is what so helped us make the right decision was that we realized we're not living church does not answer easily who we are it it doesn't speak to yes we're alive yes we're fun yes we're living breathing people yes uh all those things but more is so much of what we constantly say and speak and believe and clearly uh live our lives to be yeah i mean i could preach living no, right, you could. Lazarus but. resurrected, Jesus resurrected, we're alive, right. you know, trees got to be alive, egg corn. I could preach living, right. but what is just a part of our daily vernacular. Right. 
is more. Yeah. I mean, we called the, the podcast the tug of more right. because it's what we believe. Yeah. And so we're just made a shift, name change, ministry is an experiment. We're not changing it back. No, I was but, saying, no, but I'm saying, an experiment. But this like, one's, if you don't like it, if you don't like it, sorry. No, right. Sorry. Yeah, it's like, I feel like. McDonald's is a weird name. Burger King does not have the best burgers. No. I'm saying like, yeah. what's the name matter anyways? Well, I mean, it's just the thing you call it always and forever. But <laughs> I remember when my sister had her kids, she decided she wasn't telling anybody her son's name. It's unique. Uh, his name is Fitzgerald, which is an older name and all the things. But she was like, I don't need their opinion. Yeah. And I know people are full of opinions. I know lots of people who, when they tell their kid's name or whatever, people are like, oh, yeah, but you should spell it like this. Or, oh, yeah, you should do that. And as leaders, it can be hard when you're making a giant decision like that. Yeah. Because you're, you know, people are going to have opinions. So if you're a part of, uh, if you have been a part of Living Church and you're a little sad about it, I'm sorry. Yeah. But guess what? There's more. That's right. There's more. And so sometimes the past is the past and we yeah. need to step into sometimes the future. Sometimes the best place to leave the past is in the past. And so, so we're moving forward. And, and so this more. Sunday, we uh, we gave out a thousand t-shirts. A thousand t-shirts. Yeah. We gave out a, but, uh, but, yeah. a buttload of t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, sold a bunch of t-shirts and new swag. We announced the name change. Yeah. Uh, we... Uh, Most importantly... Had the, had the world's largest pizza there. Oh, we'll talk about that on another podcast. Yes. But most importantly, we celebrated the goodness of what had happened yeah. and the reason why this was the right moment. I think yeah. that's what we realized is like in sharing what God's done, when would be a better time to then ex 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 exclaim, I can't say that word, exclaim that there's more because yeah. he just showed it to us. And yeah. of course, we know that there's going to continue to be. So where do you want to start because man there's so many places that right. we could start i love that it's just a conversation so i think that god again we're pastors so our context is the bible and god and jesus and he's awesome if you don't know him get to know him right i believe that god has seasons for us yeah you know farmers they harvest every year around the mm -hmm. same time yeah and it feels like in my life and in the life of if, our yeah. ministry yeah that there's something about the beginning of March. Well, it's the start of spring. It's not actually spring start, but right. it's the start of spring. It's like new beginning, but there really are some very unique lining up things that were like, yeah, that we kind of realized even today, we realized more of them so that we're like, what? In, so we're filming this now, March, 2022. Right. But in March of 2020, right. so two years ago, we made an announcement to our church that we were going to set up and tear down. Yeah. And we showed the picture Willie yeah. Pig. We gave t-shirts out to our whole church then that were red that said it's not about the building. Right. Right? Yep. So that was two years ago. Then last year, this exact same week. Yeah. We wore those same shirts on stage. Oh, you're right. That is crazy. Yeah. Uh, and we told uh, our church that though we had gone to city council, because you and I in, in COVID season went before city council, you presented three times in a row. Like it was a unique season yeah. of our life, but we worked super hard in that to get all our building plans prepared to move. Because to we, build, had, we had previously bought 36 acres yeah, of land to build on. And so we were doing setup and teardown uh, like we've been doing, but then we were planning to build. Um, we had all our architecture and engineering drawings. We had a little fly through video we had all the little things ready for the campaign for the people. And the week or so before, uh, in conversation, 
we finally like shared with each other what we really felt like God was speaking. And that was just to wait, to not actually do what we had been planning to do, but to be obedient and to wait. And it was really hard and really frustrating. But a year ago uh, this week, that's what we told everybody. Hey, this is how we are. We talk about it every week. We're transparent leaders. We say all the words, even the last 10%. And so as leaders, we were like, we're not going to lie to them. We're not going to just shift the series. Let's tell them the truth. Let's bring them into the story. So we did. Yeah. And then we waited a year. And now this, go. So in like pastoral leadership, church culture, doing a building campaign, like raising funds for a building is a long planning process. Very. So like, I mean, previously when we've done these, it's a nine month prep. Yeah. Nine months. Right. Of like pre-meetings. Conversations. Conversations, booklets printed, websites created. Like. Right. uh, There's tons of groundwork. Right. We, in the beginning years, hired a company to come help teach us. Yeah. How to do it. Tons of work. And we had done all that work. Right. And then two weeks before, Whit and I go to lunch to have a meeting about something else. And I just said, I don't, man, I don't have peace about. Yeah starting this campaign right. and she was like neither do i so yeah we told the church yeah we're gonna wait on building this big b- beautiful building we're gonna wait on trying to raise funds and uh and then when god told us to wait we didn't really even know what that meant right i thought it just meant wait um and don't do the series right but what god actually meant was i want you to put your hands in your pockets I want you to lay down. Yep. I want you to not fight and I want you to wait. Yeah. Right. The last city council meeting that we went to, to for our building approval on the 36 acres, yep. I carry a pocket knife with me everywhere I go. And it's not like some little tiny baby pocket knife. No, we've it's had like, to like turn around at the airport. You've had to hide it in places when we've gone to amusement yeah, parks. It's like, like I'm a stab me a man. Big, it's a big knife. Okay. And so we're going to, uh, there's a knife show coming to Fort Worth soon, by the way. Oh. I saw it on my feed. Put and it on so, calendar. Yeah, no, it's on my calendar. Oh, and so I go to the city council <laughs> meeting. I'm getting dressed to go to this last city council meeting. And I felt like God said, yeah. leave your knife at home. Yeah. Which is super contrary to my being. Right. And so I did. I left my knife on the counter. And it was because God was like, don't fight, trust yeah. him. Just lay down. Right. And so that was perpetuated into this moment of like. Yeah wait, you forced me, you and Aaron and Rachel forced me that summer to take a sabbatical. Yeah. And so I took seven weeks. I was not at church on a Sunday for seven weeks. And guess what? It didn't burn down. Right. Nothing, nothing. Yeah. Nothing broke. Nothing was irreparable. Yeah. Like we and, fired a couple of people and didn't ask me about it, but what? other than that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it needed to happen. I'm just kidding. Um, and so That's a, uh, joke. a joke, just kidding. Uh, but in it, you learned something what's God, we learned so many things. But in that you learned something you'd been struggling to learn was just the like actually letting it go and actually like yeah. something you and I have a hard time with is like doing we do all that we can do. And that's why I think it's really unique this whole uh, it's been a year and then a year and then a year. And then actually even today I realized some things that happened 5 years ago the same week that that put things in motion for us in our life and in our hearts and things and I'm like you're right. This spring season or whatever it is, March is such a like moment to march forward march into more that that has happened in our life every time and weirdly though we have always tried to push it faster 
because it's just who we are because yeah. the tug and the tension pulls us there but what we've learned and push it, it real good <laughs> we go all salt and pepper on everything no, right but what we've learned is like even in our i mean bro the last year since all that has happened has started to transpire we have pushed it as hard as we can and as fast as we can yeah and even though to you and i it made no sense why it was taking so long yeah in good God's goodness now, looking back, I'm like, of course it's all coming together in this one week. Of course it is. Yeah. Because it's his reminder of like, I've got this. I got you. Like, you can do it. Do your work. Don't be lazy. Like, yeah. you know, but but at the end of the day, lay down. Yeah. I'm doing it. Calm down. Okay. What? It's great. Okay. So the story. Let's go. Uh, God tells us to wait. Yep. So we get up on a Sunday and we announce that we're not doing the building campaign. And I basically tell the church, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. I don't know what's next. We're just going to preach about some junk. No, we're just going to. Yes. <laughs> we, he did tell, he said, build the people and I'll build the church. That's what God spoke. So that's yeah. what we told them. Yeah. And he told us to wait. Yeah. So then what? So then we just learned waiting for six months. And we just talked about some of that. Yeah. But then that next, the next day. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. What's the next, next day after we made that announcement a year ago, we went to a conference. Yeah. Um, it's called the CMN Conference, Church Multiplication Network Conference. <laughs> Which is ironic because we were feeling like the church uh, uh, subtraction church, moment yeah, yeah. of our life. That's C what we were CSN, feeling. Church <laughs> yeah. Subtraction Network. Yes. And so uh, went to this conference, did not want to go for like 13 reasons. Yeah, there's a bunch of reasons. That I don't need to get into, but mostly didn't want to go because we had owned this 36 acres yeah. and everywhere I go, people say, Pest Tristan, how's the building campaign? Yeah. You break ground yet? Yeah. Have you moved in yet? And so I basically feel like a loser every time somebody asks me that question because no, we haven't done, I mean, we've done a lot, but we haven't broken ground yet. Yeah. So I don't want to go to a stupid conference, <laughs> but we, we go just because we've been faithful. We've, we've been, been going, there, right. we've been serving at it. Whitney and Rachel actually spoke Oh yeah, we were also speaking. That's true. That's yeah. maybe if part weren't, of Yeah, if y'all weren't speaking, I probably would have You might have not. came up with a handful of reasons. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> but we but because we have committed years ago that we were going to be obedient, we were going to be faithful. We were like even though it doesn't feel good, we're going to show up yeah. even though we don't feel like it. And so we did, and we are not back row Joes at all by any stretch of the imagination. We are uh always front row Frank. Front row Frank. Front uh, row Francis. Yeah, whatever it is. And front row Fitzgerald. Oh, there you go. Okay. Hey, that, I see what you did there. That was see? good. Uh, and uh, we, but we got there and like, I think we just like, yeah, we drug our feet. We were in the lobby too long talking to people. We just like, were not feeling it. And so we end up sitting in the way back of the room, like the way back of the room, which we never do, which already feels weird and uncomfortable too, because it's so out of our norm. And yeah. so... But what's funny is from the minute we get there, from the songs they were singing, from the scriptures they were sharing, because I think there was, wasn't there two messages that night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the whole theme was about waiting on God. Yeah, trust God, wait on his timing. But the other theme of the night was not only wait, yeah. but was like, there's more coming. Right. And so the lady, uh, her name is Bianca. Yeah. She preaches on that verse we just quoted at the top, Ephesians 3.20, that I've preached a hundred times. Yeah. And so, you know, you hear something that you've already preached. At first, you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, not, but then not, you no, just, but not then, only but, but already then the, preached. It's like a lived. live verse, right? But, but in the moment 
God is like hitting me with it again. Yeah. Like still believe it, trust and dream on. Like right. don't forget it. Yeah. Okay. And so we get to the end of the service. Yeah. And uh, how much of this do we want to tell the whole thing? Well, I guess. I don't know. And so uh, she kind of starts giving this like prophetic moment, which just means that she feels like God's given her some clarity to speak some things in the room. Yeah. And she says, uh, I feel like there's somebody in the room who has an issue at the church with their roof. Yeah. There's a roofing issue. And if that's you, uh, God wants to do something. Stand up. Right. And so in this moment, we have a lot of memories firing because we had roof issues. Yeah. When about six years ago, there was uh, at our, at our Matlock building, our Matlock building. Our so we're not just set up and tear down. We owned a building. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, grew, oh, I talked yeah. about the wood wall, the wood wall yeah. building. Yeah. The wood wall building. And so like in our one classroom, <coughs> like if it rained at all, like water would be leaking down the, do you remember down yeah, the yeah, walls, yeah. like our air conditioners were busted. There had been like a hailstorm, and yeah. it had busted the air conditioners and the roof and all the things. And like, we had insurance. We were paying that on time. Like, but you it, cannot have church in Texas without air conditioning. No. And so it was just a mess. And we were fighting. I mean, you were again, same as we always do. We were pushing as hard as we could. We'd even gone to like a place to try to like sue negotiate the and sue right. the insurance and all the things. Cause we just couldn't figure it out. And in that season, God had spoken to us to give to some people who were starting a ministry overseas and we did it even though we weren't uh really in a financial place to do it so we have broken air conditioners and a leaking roof yeah and then god tells us to give this missionary a thousand dollars a month mm -hmm. and i was like uh-uh i ain't giving them a thousand dollars a month i gotta get air conditioners up in here right. but we listened yeah. to what god said and yeah. we're obedient and we gave the thousand dollars consistently to this missionary and uh, well, there's actually two different things that happened. Right. No, but, the, but there's multiple. Yeah, things. yeah, no, yeah. You have better historical memory than me. No, and then in the same, in the same like week span, um, we felt called to buy a car for uh, a single dad in our in our church yeah. who had gone through a hard time. And so we did those two things kind of right together. And then within two weeks, not only did the insurance say, hey, we're going to pay it. And not only we're going to pay it, we're going to pay twice as much as what you need. Yeah. Um, then also someone walked in with a giant check for $300,000 and said, I want to invest this in, into the house. The and like, vehicle we bought the single dad was three grand. Yeah. And then somebody gave us a hundredfold check of $300,000. Right. Okay. And so like got the new roof put on, got the new air conditioning yeah. put on all the pieces. And so in this and moment, yeah, we're sitting there and this lady's saying, there's somebody here who has a bad roof. And we're like, Oh, we remember being there. Yeah. And so we see this couple up in the front. I think like five or so couples in the room stand. It's a big, I mean, it's like, I don't know, 1500 people in the room or something. Yeah. And we see about five couples stand and there's little couple. I mean, they're just so cute and small and young looking from yeah. the backside. And so we're like, um, yeah, I don't know. We didn't. We weren't even sitting by each other, but we both identified that same couple. I don't yeah. know why, but because Jesus, I guess. And so uh, the lady preaching, she says, you know, uh, uh, Bianca, she says, uh, you know, we're going to pray for these needs. But there's some of you in the room right. that not only can pray for the need, yeah. but can meet the need. Right. And me and Whit like look at each other down the thing. And we're like, oh crap. oh, crap. And so we get out of our seats and go and pray. And I don't think anybody else in the whole room even moved. I don't know. If it's not did. like people swarmed no, these other five. No, it wasn't like people were. We were just. And so we walk down to pray for this couple like as this lady's cool praying. We had to, yeah. 
And while we're walking down, I hear God say, meet the need and don't yeah. say no. Yeah. Which is really scary because that's a blank check. Yeah, you had no idea how much it was. And at so that point. we go down and I go behind the back of the people and Wit goes around the front of them and we're praying. And when he starts trying to mouth me something, I don't know what she's saying. I can't read no lips and I'm trying to pray and I'm all emotional. And uh, when we're done praying, darn woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. And so uh, they turn around and I know the people, well, which is what I was trying to tell you. She's trying to say, here's who, here's who they are. This is their name. But because I'm like, they are people who in your life had been some people who had given the whole theme of that conference had been to give a boost. And they yeah. were people in your life who had given you a boost who had, uh, you'd done ministry with and when yeah. you were young. And I remember He's like, one of the first guys who ever threw me a mic. Yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah. say. I remember like when I first met you and like you were you were like fun, crazy microphone man and you would go we would go to pep rallies and do different things. Yeah. You were always like blah, blah, blah. and this guy was always the guy you were like, it's cause him, cause yeah. he let me just do and be crazy. And and so when I walked around and saw I I we genuinely thought they were like 27 year old yeah, young you know everyone painters. everyone goes to pastor's conference and dresses all fancy they all yeah. go to the mall and buy the everybody new h&m super, jackets yeah everybody looking good and and not that <laughs> these people aren't adorable they are they're just older than like, us sir like, you're 50 yeah, why are you an h&m no stop it and we're gonna still be looking good when we're 50 come on bro like a pimp um and so and so a good pimp i was just surprised a pimp for jesus I, uh, Okay. <laughs> faithful, faithful, faithful. And so, um, you're, we walk around and I'm like, Oh, it's these people. So we turn around, we talk to them and they tell us how much, which to be honest, I was grateful for how much, because it was half of what our roof had cost in oh, my yeah. head. I mm -hmm. knew too, as we we're walking down, we're, 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 we're buying these people's roof. I knew it, but in my head, it was going to be what ours had cost. And thankfully it wasn't as much, but, uh, in it, it was 40 grand. Yeah, it was 40 grand. I was trying yeah. to remember how exactly it was. It was 40 grand. 40 grand. And so we walked back and I remember we walk, you and I have this thing sometimes where we say words, but don't say words. And so we walk back and you go, right? And I'm like, yes. And so we like go back to Aaron and Rach and talk with them. We pray together. We go again that night and pray together and like separately uh, or like separate from the conference. And we're like, we have to do it. And so we met with them the next day and told them. And they said that this roof situation was just gutting them from they had acquired a campus um and they had merged two like uh church churches together and they were trying to do a renovation and update it and they're in new orleans which is already a place that struggles with like you know everything everything like the floods and i don't know all what y'all live there for <laughs> and so we just need to get everybody to just all move and yeah. go to like utah utah it's yeah, pretty yeah. and like there's not a lot of people there montana maybe i don't know um and so anyway this might have seemed like an insignificant thing. It's just a roof, like a leaky roof. Oh, just put a bucket. But no, this was a huge you thing. You can't get a loan if your roof is leaking. Yeah. Uh, nobody's going to loan you money to put in new right. walls and carpet yeah. and sheetrock and speakers and so, if your roof Even leaks. though it's a giant amount of money, it was so yeah. necessary so, for them. So let's put it into, pull it back into perspective. Okay. Our church is in setup and teardown. Yeah. Paying $14,000 a month. Yeah. to rent where we have church on top of the mortgage our church that we is have. paying our mortgage at our building that's too that small own, yeah our church is paying the mortgage on the land 36 right. acres and it's in covid right and god just told us to wait right i am not feeling happy in life and then now right 
on top of this, we've been scrapping and saving yeah. and fighting money and not hiring people, not doing things, trying right. to save money. And now we're going to give away 40 grand. 40 grand is an employee for a year. Right. We're going to give away 40 grand. Heck to the no. Right. Except yes. Except <laughs> yes. <laughs> Except yes, of course. And so. And so we give them the yeah. money. And then the very next week. Yeah. Nothing happens. Not anything. The first time we did this, when we bought the car and we gave it to the yeah. missionaries, we got a we got two checks. Yeah. We got two hundred thousand dollars for insurance. We got three hundred thousand dollars from the uh, we were people like, in the church. God, you making it rain? Okay. And then this time we're like, come on, where are you at? Nothing. Hello? Nothing. 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 And so then we have that six month like learning how to wait. And so we actually remember, stopped. We, at first, remember, we started saying like, what, what, it, what, what does wait, wait mean? But maybe we but can still tour like, buildings. And we, what was it we were saying? Wait appropriately? What yeah. was the stupid word <laughs> no, we were yeah, trying to make up? We wait. were making up stupid words like, maybe God's saying that. And we're like, no. And so, yeah, we're still touring buildings. We're still doing things yeah. that we probably, we were just wasting our time. Yeah. Because it was just totally, wasted our time. that's all we were doing. So, God. So we finally in <laughs> the summer, because we were wasting our time though. And we haven't even talked about that part of it to me is so like when we don't be all the way obedient, look how much time we spend wasting and spinning in circles. Dude, I was Jericho marching junk. Yeah. You know, Jericho March, you go drive around every day you for seven days. You took a sabbatical, days. but I almost had to punch you because you were working on oh, half of your sabbatical oh, trying no, to go I get wanted a building. To, I wanted to buy fries. Right. I still kind of want the building. But I wanted to buy fries but, and I couldn't, fries is like electronics business that closed down all across the country. And there's one in Arlington that's kind of near us. It's 200,000 square feet. Dude, that would be a baller church. And so no, I wanted that. we walked it like multiple times. But we couldn't get anybody to call us back. So I took my sabbatical and I just happened to go to the Redwood Forest, which is just also right next door to the fries headquarters in California. <laughs> And, and he so, just happened to find a gate that was unlocked and walked in while yeah. he was. <laughs> so I jumped a fence and bullied my way into a meeting with Fry's exec, and they're not going to. They and they still said no. Yeah. And so. So after that, right. I was just so defeated, right? Because it felt like the only building option that would work for us that I actually rested in my sabbatical. Right. I actually stopped. You were like, fine. They're literally. I've done all I can do. I've, okay, God. I've exhausted myself. Let's rest. Yeah. And so we did, and then. And then a bunch of time went by and still nothing happened. So then after my sabbatical, I came back to kind of work to uh, SummerSlam. We, we did a revival. We call it SummerSlam because why? Do it. SummerSlam. There it is. And, uh, <laughs> it's funny. That's the, re <laughs> that, that's the reason we call it that's SummerSlam. It's just fun. It. And so uh, we had our three-night revival. It was great. It was wonderful. Um, but yeah, I mean, you literally had not been in the office for weeks and then we did that event and we so we had not caught up on and you and i consistently meet every week and so we when had he told to the staff do not text him so i, I was out of all staff that i, I was sent. literally in the dark for seven weeks yeah so it's like okay we're we really have a lot to catch up on like we were still friends i still talked oh to yeah you, we but, still have dinner but not about work related is this good things. is this too long are we okay okay no this is good no we're i don't just know being people talking and so in what's the next piece? Uh, so oh, we get so back, back. SummerSlam, it's great. Monday night, SummerSlam is the greatest thing. I feel like it's the greatest thing I ever had the privilege of being a part of on stage. It's incredible. Yeah. And so then uh, it's now like the following week. Yeah. It's We're having staff meeting on Tuesday. And we have too long of a to-do list to have staff meeting. 
Right. We have staff lunch with our team. We go out to eat. Well, and it we, felt a little bit like, how are we even going to have staff meeting? Because we haven't even prepared anything to like, we have don't have time about. to right. have staff meeting. We don't have time to go and smile at lunch, but it was in that, that it was like, no, wait on the Lord. Right. Rest. Celebrate. Go celebrate what happened in these revival services. Yeah. So we, we literally at like 1150 are like, should we just cancel and tell everybody yeah. not to go to lunch? But then we say, no, let's go to let's lunch. Let's go to lunch. So we go to Twisted Root, shout out, it's a burger spot here in Mansfield. Yeah. And while we're in line, in walks the uh, city manager and like that whole staff. Yeah. Deputy city manager, assistant city manager, city planner, blah, 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 all the names. And so I know all these cats from just being in the community 12 years. Right. And so I go over and start hobnobbing and telling pastor jokes and yeah. saying a bunch of stupid stuff. And they then- Because just, that's the personality that I have created <laughs> in the city is that I'm the wild pastor. That's right. No, you are the pastor of the city. That's and so uh, you did that, but in that moment, then they also came and asked you the question that everyone asks you, hey, pastor, when are you breaking ground? When are you breaking ground? Remember you were at city council causing all kind of ruckus? Yeah, Whatever that happened? was back in May, yeah. of, uh, way before, what are you doing? And uh, you were like, well, uh, we're just we're just waiting. We right don't now. know. We don't know all the way. And you said something like, you know, if you had some, if you had a free bill, you said something funny. And they were like, well, actually, we've been wanting to talk to you. And... Uh, said that they had a proposition for us. And so I remember that you, uh, we sent the staff to go back to a staff meeting we were gonna have at some point, but you and I actually got in the car and drove to City Hall and yeah. said, uh, they said they wanna get a meeting with us. I don't know, we get, I guess we better get that scheduled. Yeah, uh, actually so, I'm here, yeah, let's do it right do now. It right now, whatever. And uh, so we went and met with them and yeah. they told us that there was a building potentially available, which ended up not working at all. Yeah. But then they had a, that they, well, so they wanted our 36 right. acres. So we own 36 acres off of the, with some freeway frontage. Right. And unless we're like showing a bunch of maps and stuff, it's not going to make all the way sense. This is why you got to watch the Sunday right. message because yep. I'll have all the, all the maps and pictures and all the things. Yeah. The city wants our property to adjoin it with another big piece of property next door so they can do a big 150 acre development. But they have, ours is a cornerstone. They have to have yeah. our property to make the thing work. Ours is the only one that connects from uh, the, Two highway roads. and the, the road behind it yeah and so yeah and so Great i'm access. like well dude it's not for sale we're right. already we're already 100 g's into architecture like yeah. it's not for sale right and uh and they're like well let's let's just keep talking yeah and so through a whole bunch of different conversations um end up talking and finding out that well they have other property that they could swap us and they could give us some money and some things could happen and so what's really funny and unique is that right in the midst of that conversation is when also at the same time we got the offer on the matlock building oh we were trying sale. to sell woodwall we, building we had been yeah woodwall that is what we're going to start calling it huh uh the woodwall building it had been for sale for two years by almost. i mean like i mean, I like, mean like for sale yeah, like not like highly, we don't have a sign out front yeah not but, highly listed but i think had been listed for almost two years at that point and literally in that same week is when um we got same week oh which is which is funny that it started the same week and it's all closing the same no, week. that's what i'm saying isn't that crazy and so okay <clears throat> yeah so offer comes in on matlock yeah they want to buy that we owe about a million dollars on the building and they offer our full asking price yeah of three million yeah so we're gonna get two million cash yeah once we sell the building right and so that's happen is happening and then uh all in the same time the city just keeps talking to us and you keep doing what you do because uh 
you sold cars forever and all yeah, the things. When we, when we started Living Church, well, there wasn't money to yeah. pay people. And right. so I bought and sold cars for the first five years. But I've always been that guy. I've yeah. always been like buying stuff at garage sales and reselling no, anytime it. Anytime we go to the store, always, you say, you got a coupon back there that I can... Like, always. You just, I don't I, care how yeah. much money I have. I'm always trying to get a deal. Yeah, yeah. That's just the way it is. I got a deal this morning. Uh-oh. It's, I mean, that nine, that, it's that nine, nine, eight forty-five meeting I had. I got a deal. This, yeah, I got a deal this morning. So, so uh, I'm working the junk out of it, and God's favor is on us. Right, right. Do we just get to the end of the story? Yeah. And so the end of the story is that the city of Mansfield <clears throat> so badly wants our thirty-six acres that we have now traded our thirty-six acres with freeway frontage, which. Only has 16 buildable acres, actually. We didn't say that part, but that's what's It only has 16 buildable out of the 36 because of a well site and And a uh, creek. Yeah. We're trading our 36 for 46 acres, 10 more additional acres, 100% buildable. Right. Flat ground. But it's not just 36 for 46. When we bought the 36 acres, we got it for 92 cents a square foot. Right. uh, 43,560. 43,560 square feet per acre. Right. We got it for 92 cents. You add that up. It's about $1.5 million for the 36 acres. So they're trading us 36 for 46 and paying us $1.5 million. Right. So that means that we now own 46 acres off the freeway in the same comparable area that we were in for free. But guess what? There's more. There's more. There's always more. There's more. And so in that, that property is not, does not have good access because yep. it doesn't have any roads. And so they said, well, let us put uh, $1.57 million more more into an escrow account for the roads that you will have them fully paid for. So in a escrow, if you don't know what that is, buy house. So <laughs> in an escrow account, which is essentially just an account that we now have access to, right. they've given us 1.57 to put in roads. Roads all the way up to our parking lot. So 1.5 plus 1.57 is $3.7 million on top of the 46 acres. And then they said, oh, this property hasn't been developed, so let us move all of the infrastructure. Power, sewer, water, fiber. Yep. They're gonna pay to relocate all of the utilities to our phase one location. Yep, yep, oh, and then there's more than that. So we've been, (laughs) bless you. But there's more. There's more. (laughs) Man. the rental space that we've been meeting in, um, we said like this is a this is a big issue of like we have to pay fourteen thousand dollars a month, and they said okay, well we'll pay that too. So the and city so, is now going to pay our rental for the next two years of fourteen thousand dollars a month, which equals three hundred and thirty six thousand dollars extra saved over the next two years, which is actually four million dollars total. We didn't even realize that. Do do, do do you even understand? Like it's crazy. But okay. So all of that happened in the literal same week while we're selling Matlock. Right. So we now have $2 million in the bank from selling Matlock. We now have free property that we're sitting right. on. We now have roads and infrastructure. Yeah. But also, let's not forget that we're currently sitting in a free facility. I was going to say, they already know in this that story. Same, in that same timeline, yeah. in October, right. it's now only March. Right. In October... We came, met a pastor, the church voted to give us six acres, right. paid off with a 13,000 square foot building and a parsonage that the pastor currently is in, but we'll... But he's about, he's moving they're shift on that. to different things, yeah. It's stupid. So now we have $3 million in equity here, 
Why? Why did the more happen? Because we obeyed the waiting upon the Lord. It, 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 we got the more because we waited. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. But yes, it no, it's, it's, it's real. It's a, uh, okay, well, yep, no, that's right. You're right, Bailey. She said 3,000 became 300,000, which is 100-fold. You gave 40,000, you're getting 4 million. That's 100-fold mm. again. Mm. It's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. You're right. So, dude. Golly. If you're watching at home, I hope that you're, like, rewinding that and listening to it again because there's right. a lot of details right. of what we just said. And but, we don't got our band behind us, like, doing the drums and making it all intense and crazy, but it is a crazy, listen, incredible thing. We don't know what we're doing at all like we don't know we just, i we just don't know how to pastor a church i don't know what the junk i'm doing i don't know how to i, I don't know how land swap no right i don't know about land acquisition we didn't know all about, i don't know about hiring a lawyer we got one now i don't know about none of this right, right i don't know about none of this stuff right all i know how to do is take the next right step all i know how to do is is go like this i got a plan and then god says something i'm like what oh crap okay <laughs> Okay, we better do what he said instead. No, it's... I got a plan. What? Oh, crap. Okay. This is my leadership strategy. <laughs> and so because of that... No, it's so good. We now have... We're debt-free. Right. We're debt-free on six acres. We're debt-free on 46 acres. Crazy. We've got... I don't know how many millions uh, in the bank that's going to position us to be able to break ground. Right. And God's speaking some stuff now. That right. I'm trying to even figure out what our next right step is. Right. Right. And what's incredible but, is the tug and tension. So we talk about it all the time on this podcast is that we want to just keep pulling. But what we've learned is that sometimes there's like, there's like relaxing and waiting and yeah. resting and releasing in the midst of the fight of the Cause tug. we're, we're in a pull right now. Oh yeah. Getting all the details oh, ironed out and contracts signed and lawyers on the same page. We're, we're, we got cows on our hands. We're tugging right. hard right now. But there have been moments we've had to give. We've had to like pull yeah. back and just rest for a second. And like we're having to learn that tension because the truth is once we get through this tug of war game, there's just going to be another one yeah. and another one. Like you said, we have more questions right yeah. now than we, uh, you know, have answers. But yet we now can see, oh, we're doing the right thing. We're yeah. in the right spot. I think we said it on a couple episodes ago, people will ask me how I'm doing. And I say, you know, I'm doing fine. But the real answer is I feel like I'm drowning in blessing. Yeah. That like when you wait on God and God opens the floodgates. Yeah. When the floodgates open, you drowned. Like, oh man, there's so much flood. (laughs) And it feels like too much. Yeah. It feels like navigating the acquisition of this property. It feels like the details of selling Matlock. It feels like the land swap with the city. Those are, what did our lawyer tell us? He said, he said, because I was like, I'm sorry, we've been a little delayed in getting you the one thing back and like whatever. And he's like, hey, hey, you guys are, are doing three projects in a three month time span. He said, yeah. most people do one project in a year and then they don't do any more projects for like five years. Right. And he's like, so chill out, like you're doing good. We're yeah. getting it done. And like you and I are the kind that like, we did it, we made a decision, let's make it happen tomorrow. But but this has been also a, a lesson for us yeah. in patience of waiting, not just on the Lord, but on lawyers, on uh, city people, on you know permitting, all these different things that yeah. are like, 
what? I don't want to do that. But we're having to learn how to wait everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we're having to learn to trust that, that the waiting is actually worth it. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite parts about what we're doing on Sunday yeah. is we're working on a video. Well, we've worked on a video yes. that has looked back right. on what we've been speaking. Right, right. Because I just jokingly, but it's true. I said, you have a plan. Wait, what God? Oh crap. And then you obey. But there's actually another step in there. And that's speaking out what you believe. Absolutely. And so like we're showing clips. No, oh, yeah. We're showing clips from back in 2016 where I said, uh, we will buy land. We will buy land. I don't know where, I don't know how we're going to afford it, but we, there's something powerful about not just believing there's more, but having the courage to speak out that there's more. Well, it's like calling your shot. Like Babe Ruth, they said like would point and then hit, but you know, one of the things you're calling God shot, right? right, It's saying this is what God said and he can do it. I can't, I don't know what I'm doing, but he can, and And he does. One of the things you said was we will buy land for generational impact. What I think is really incredible is that even in the midst of all of these things, like this property that we're sitting on right now is actually a property for our youth that we're using in this way. And like God's faithful to not just, yes, the property, 46 acres, come on, that's generational impact. But he's like, even while you're waiting on that, I still got you. I still got your generational impact. I'm not going to let that die either. And so like the things we've spoken out in, in like authority, he, he does it. And like, even our, what you said, we don't know what we're doing. So we have screwed things up before. We have failed to do some of the things we should have now in hindsight, we learned, oh, but he protected us in it and he took care of us in it or he helped catch us in it a few moments before we signed something we shouldn't have or whatever it was. And, um, and so I think what we're learning is I think what you and I have gotten in some moments, we've gotten to this point of like, is this all we can get to? Is that it? And he's like, no, 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 it is all you can get to, but it's not all you can get to if you'll let me help. Yeah. And so we're learning that like, just trust him. Yeah. And dude, I don't know. It's just it. I have a whole new uh, energy of like, okay, whatever you say, let's do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What? I'm chewing on a bunch. I, I can see it. If you can't tell, we are recording this on Tuesday before Sunday. <laughs> Why are you telling them? Yeah. We're not transparent people. We don't say all that. Insider secret. <laughs> We're trying to make it, because you're watching this hopefully on a Tuesday after we've done the Sunday announcement. And I just said, look, click in the corner. It hasn't actually been recorded yet. Oh, yeah. Sunday hasn't actually happened yet. Correct. But as I'm sitting here yeah. right now in this moment, uh-huh. I'm realizing that not only do we have to keep, do, do we not only do we tell the story. Yeah. But we have to keep speaking forward of what's next. 100%. Because the truth is, there's more for more church. Right. I'm going I'm to be messing up. I'm going to call and live in church no, for not. three months. No, you're not. There's more because we will reach 10,000 people on a Sunday morning in Mansfield. Yeah. We will have 50 campuses before I retire. I don't know if I'll ever retire. Before I die. I'm saying yes, like yes, we pastor. we will right. impact right. DFW to help the less enfranchised in a great way. Right. We will fund campuses in places that are not sexy. Right. We will have campuses in places that are beautiful and attractive and affluent. But we're also going to put a campus in Flint 
Michigan in the murder mitten. Yeah. We're also going to send people to do things and we're going to be a hub. Absolutely. And we're going to continue to do it. And so I'm saying like, do I sound crazy a little bit? I, I say that in Dallas, there's all these great churches. Right. We've got Robert Morris, Gateway Church. Incredible. Yeah. Man of God, great leader, Bible teacher, done incredible things. Right. But do you know what more church is called to be? Is a gateway type church in South DFW. Right. I understand that makes me sound crazy and arrogant. But I feel the tug of more. Well, it's and if you don't speak it, well, and it's you're the, not gonna get there. Well, and it's not just the it's not arrogant uh because you're not gonna you're not believing that you're going to do it. You're believing that God's going to do no, it. No, I'm going to keep and saying so, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> no, right. And so because of that, um, like we we say it all the time that that God, like all of this belongs to God. So yeah. like he, won't he do it? Yes, he will. He, and he can. And so like all he's looking for is people who are willing to be obedient and people who are willing to be available. I think that's a huge piece that you and I have always been um, available and we've always been obedient. Sometimes we just would get ahead of ourselves because we were just tripping ourselves up because we want to get there faster. And what we're learning is the pace of what he has for us. Yeah. But some people need the push of being available. You need to check yourself and, and make yourself more available and ready to actually receive what he has. Some people need to start being obedient. Stop listening yeah. to what other people are doing. Stop listening to what other people are telling you. I mean, we didn't even say we had people in in uh this season find out that we gave money even though it was budgeted in our budget and we just were like that maybe we'll grand. use it maybe we won't give it away because we didn't want to uh but when they found out we gave it away they got they got ticked off we had people uh that told us yeah you guys are crazy why are you doing this why are you waiting we've had people give their opinion about this side or the other but god said and so yeah. we had to do it and yeah. so Maybe, I don't know, you might find yourself, I feel like, on different pieces of the spectrum. Um, maybe you need to learn how to rest and wait. And maybe you need to learn how to get up and work. I don't know what it is. Maybe you need but, to sit quietly or maybe you need to speak some things into existence. Right, exactly. Yeah. And maybe so, you need to have some patience right. in the process. We're having to learn, okay, you know, we're waiting on the Lord. The Bible tells us we'll renew our strength. And I got to be like so mm, honest good. that I feel so much stronger in this, like, like supernaturally, incredibly, like I have strength this week that I have not had in the last year because I, mm -hmm. I was still like holding on to what can I do? What can I do? And realizing it, I'm telling you the whole one, it all lining up in that same week just shows so specifically that like, he's got it. He's the one and chill out. And so the strength comes in that, in that resting. But if you're worn out, like Hey, just wait, like chill, chill out. And like, I don't know. I just feel so much ooh, of like, I wish we could help everybody see it and everybody yeah. know it, you know? What? Yeah. What? No, it's really good. We feel that renewed strength and renewed energy after a year of, of, he of hell. Yeah. Of a exhaustion. Year of exhaustion and hard and not answers the, the and very, just one foot in front of the other. I mean, all the words I've told. I mean, I don't think you care if I say it, but like, it's been the only year that I've been like, are we going to be okay? Are we, are we going to make it financially? Are we going to make it in this yeah. way? Are we going to, is it going to be all right? And like, what's true is at the end of the day, we still 
financially were better than we ever had been any year previously. We still, you know, with people had greater membership and connection and greater people uh, getting connected to serving and finding their place and stories and testimonies. But, but in the middle of it, it felt like, oh crap, maybe it's all going to fall apart. It's good. And uh, I think it's knowing that like, if he said it, he will do it. Yeah. He'll complete it. Yeah. We don't got to freak out. And we're just learning. It's big things. Big things. God's doing big things. And it's just, it's just the beginning. Yeah. And so, you know, it's kind of super churchy. But the Bible talks about how anointing flows. Yeah. Right. And how the, no, there's, a, there's a picture of Aaron, not Winnie's husband, but Aaron in the Bible. And it says the anointing of the Lord flows from his head, from the leadership, yeah. into the beard, the maturity, the elders. Right. Into the robe, to the body. Right. That the, the anointing flows. It's right. progressive. And so what we've told Living Church. Oh. Well, we did tell Living Church. No, we've been telling, we've been speaking it. Right. What we're going to continue to tell more church. Right. Is that that, what the anointing that's on us. Yeah. The anointing that's on this leadership yeah. will flow into your home. Absolutely. And if you were a part of the Tugmore team, that same anointing Absolutely. is proxy to you. Yeah. does not mean that you have to live in Mansfield and even attend in our building, but that if you were under this training and this teaching right. and this way say, of thinking and transparency, the same anointing that God has on us, yeah, the same miracles that he's doing in us, the same more that we're yeah. stepping into, he has more for you Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Absolutely. It yeah. has nothing to do with us as people. It has to do with that anointing that comes from being submitted, being obe obedient, and being willing to do... Um, what nobody else is doing. Yeah. And so I'm excited and I hope that you'll share stories with us. Like we don't want to just share our story and not no, know the other give stories. Give us your testimony of like, what God's done yeah. in your life. You're more than right, you stepped into. Right. And then what are you believing for? Yeah. Like, like speak it out, but also like type it out. Like it's so cool, dude. Isn't it cool to look back on some of the things yeah. that we've written out and see like he did it. He didn't do it exactly the way we thought, but he actually did it exceedingly abundantly more. Yeah. But but he did do the thing that we said. And yeah. it was like, what? But yeah. it's real. And no, so really do good. it. What? We cannot even put this part in, but maybe no, we put can. put it in. What? So the team at Moore Church is always going to be growing. Oh, yeah. No, I think put it in. And if... Okay. Absolutely. Uh, the team at Moore Church is always growing. God's doing incredible things here. And so if you're a part of this community and you feel the tug of more and you have an interest to be on our team, right? reach out to us. Yeah. We're hiring for a couple of positions right now. And if you uh, can keep up. Yeah. And if you have a heart to actually be open and honest and transparent and actually be able to get kicked in the teeth and keep on smiling, apply. Yeah. Oh yeah. How do they do it? How do they do it? I don't know. I think they can just send us a message, or yeah. uh, and we'll get them. We'll respond. And I'm not even gonna tell you what the jobs are, because kind of like, does the Bible actually say all of these different titles that we put in churches? No, it doesn't. There's a fivefold ministry in the church, but I'm not sure that anywhere it says like, you are this title pastor. No. So if you want to be a part of something incredible, freaking incredible, reach out to us. Yeah. Yeah. Don't miss it. Yep. Okay. 
Just send Dude, a message and then we'll reply and tell you what to do. I didn't know how today's conversation was going to go. It was going to be real fun. I feel like we got kind of intense and kind of celebratory. Yeah. We, we, we kind of celebrated. We didn't get like goofy. I thought we might like run around circles, but we didn't. I will. Okay. Should I get up and run around right now? No, you don't have to. But, Dude, but it's yeah. just exciting. Well, it's and exciting. there's so many other pieces of it. And so I'm like, we're going to keep talking about it over the next uh, several weeks. Forever. Okay, well, yeah, for always. <laughs> but but uh, this is just laying the context and the groundwork for what I think we're about yeah, to share and, be, and all kind of things. Keep praying. Yeah, please. Because there's still, I mean, details, and, details, and contracts, and and more, and more. Like, and now we got a whole other building design. Yeah. All that. So love y'all. And if you just happen to be a uh, rich philanthropist <laughs> and you want to help invest in a church in Mansfield, Texas, yeah. that believes in women in ministry and is openly transparent and trusts God. Yes. We have a building project <laughs> we would love to talk to you about. No, it's true. But no, we're excited. Thanks for celebrating with us and being in the celebration. It makes it more fun. Like we talked about just uh, last week that we don't like doing it alone. We love doing it together. And like the fact that we are getting to celebrate with y'all, it's yeah. really sweet. Biggest decision of the day, barbecue or tacos. I knew, you were tacos. Say it. I knew See it. Ya. <laughs>